Here we go. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back to the BBO show. And if you're listening to this live, it's on Monday, but this is a Friday episode, which is for the completion of the week where we discuss tribe. And to summarize a week would probably take about 25 minutes in itself because there's so many different components of tribe in which we deep dive this week, which is why it's taken Monday to Friday to get across to you, the listeners. So let's take a step back and look at the tribe as part of the Baton marketing system. Now, the Baton marketing system is the foundational system in which me and Carl talk about, teach around, and all the tools and techniques that we share with you, whether it's email marketing, writing an ebook, whatever that is, actually slots in and is a way to get a customer to work through this baton marketing system. So as a quick recap, we start with business in mind. What is the business? Does the market need or want this product? Then we move on to audience. Now, audience is essentially taking this idea this product, this potential service, and attracting an audience's attention around that. Then we go to Tribe, which has been the focus of this particular week. Now, Tribe is where we start to get permission from a percentage of the audience, could be a small, medium, large percentage of the audience, and we move them over to the Tribe and give them a higher level of access, higher level of content, a higher level of Um, care and attention and engagement because these people have opted in and say, I want to hear more from you. I like you. I know you and trust you. And actually, if you have something to offer, which helps me solve my problem, then you can present that to me as part of the offer stage. Now, that's the next stage of the Baton marketing system. And then finally, we go and scale the business, reinvest profits, and that is network. That's all about scaling your product range or the size of your market or the different products available to that you can share with the market. So that's the baton marketing system. And we're focusing somewhere in the middle, which is tribe. Now, like I said, we can dive into a complete recap of tribe, but I would suggest you go and head back whether you watch Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, to really understand how powerful forming a tribe is. So yesterday we spoke about specifically how to move the tactic and technique on how to move people from your audience into your tribe. And we gave you a really cool methodology and almost a secret weapon that digital marketers have, but business owners are not aware of. And that is number one, building a tribe using a Facebook group. That's the number one thing. And the second thing is using what we called remarketing and custom audiences to move your audience or percentage of your audience and the people there into and over the tribe. So that's what we shared with you yesterday. Extremely powerful. So if there's one thing you watch all week, it would be the first episode of this particular week and then watch yesterday's. You're gonna, your mind will just be blown. So what we're now assuming is, of course, this is not going to happen in a week, but by implementing this, you're now going to be ready for the next stage, which is if we assume that we have people in the tribe and we assume that there's going to be consistently people moving into the tribe using the tools, technique, te- tools, tactics and techniques that we've shared with you, what happens next? Now, what do we do? So that's the first big question, which we're going to be answering through today's show. But Carl, what's a good way to just anchor them back to the objective? Because I spoke about the baton marketing system, but I left a few things out. Sure. So remember again that baton, the baton framework that we teach is business, audience, tribe, offer, then network. We are using the tribe to build up value. We are using it to build up um, our, uh, our authority in this particular area. But this isn't just an ending of itself. We are moving people towards the offer. We are still a business and we are going to be moving people through the tribe towards our offer. This is our sale of our product or service, um, whatever our particular business is based upon. Remember again that our the core of the tribe and indeed the core of audience is about identifying and solving the problem that our particular market has. 
this really is what the whole business is based on this is what the whole baton framework is based on is identifying this problem and helping people to work with that problem and then eventually selling them a product or service that solves that problem for them we continue to do this in the tribe we did this with audience we do this in tribe and then eventually finally we do it in offer as well um so we need to tie everything back to this problem solving and everything um to this uh, creation of value for this particular market that's great so that's the that's the core objective and it's massively important that we don't forget that the baton marketing system is built on solving this core problem that your audience have it's linked to the idea that you want to present to them and that really uh, comes off its own within the tribe section now how does that happen well as somebody progresses through the baton marketing system the trust in you in the fact that you can produce this product that or service that solves their problem massively increases think of it as if if baton was across the screen the screen here the, the trust graph would slowly slope upwards to the point in which they make the purchase and actually beyond if the product and service does what it says and does what you promised it will do then the trust will skyrocket so that's the power mm. now one of the challenges is and also one of the assumptions that we're going to make is that you're going to continue to produce value now this can form into two different ways and it's often it's often worth redescribing this for everybody listening at home because there's value that we produce and provide in the audience section and then there's value that we provide in the offer section now very simply put and we'll just expand on this in the audience section we're very much talking to a wide group of people and this is where we talk about phrases like content marketing and uh, providing information providing educational content but essentially what we're doing is we're talking around the problem we're introducing to the audience us the fact that we can talk about this subject as an expert and this content is free it's not personal it's not directly directed towards them and it doesn't allow them not intentionally just but just because the content is free the content may be uh, compartmentalized it may be like small jigsaw piece puzzles and it's essentially wide and the reason we can't talk to a person and a personal challenge or problem is we are talking to an audience it's extremely wide now to understand this in more detail we have already covered a week on audience in a lot of detail so that will answer this in massive detail but that's it just to get just to get it in a nutshell but the assumption is that if you would listen and watch the audience week that you're going to continue to produce this wide serving free content which helps solve people's problems answers their questions in an educational way so that's the continuation now Kyle the opposite to that value is actually the offer and just can you just describe for the listeners what what that is and how it contrasts to what they've experienced or what they may be doing in the audience section sure so we are providing very similar value we are helping people to solve their problems in the audience section it's very wide as you say it's not necessarily going to get them right to the result they need this very second whereas the offer this is our product or service what we are selling this is the fix this gets people to the result that they are uh, looking for very quickly very efficiently it gets them to the result faster easier cheaper or whatever the particular hook is uh, for your product and service yes they could follow your audience material yes they could um you know patch these things together themselves using the value that you're putting out into the world using the education using the videos using the blog articles etc but it's going to take them more time um or it's going to be more difficult or it's going to end up being more costly whereas your offer your product or service it gets them there immediately and because of this it is not free it's paid and it's worth it people are willing to pay for that offer because they get their result so much faster um or cheaper or easier at this point um as opposed to audience what we are offering to people is very specific it's very much aligned with their particular needs um it's personal and it's about what they need rather than this general uh content which is very good for a wide audience we have done a lot of the work for them and we um with the audience but we are getting them over the finish line with a particular offer 
Um, so it's, it's very narrow compared. I think these are the two words. So we have wide when we're talking about the audience and we have extremely narrow when we're talking about the offer. Great. So by describing those two components as part of the or components or elements as part of the baton marketing system, you've got audience and offer. Now, interestingly enough, most businesses actually would jump straight from offer, sorry, straight from audience over to offer. They would skip what we're talking about this week, which is tribe. And the benefits of that, the disadvantage of that are massive. The benefits to actually not skipping and actually going through tribe are also very extensive, mainly focused around saving them a lot of money, uh, removing the need for a really hard sell, removing the need for uh, lots of direct advertising work and spend, plus a whole bunch more. Now, we discussed that in detail on Monday. So go check out why it's important not to skip from audience over to offer. So what do we have then for the rest of the day? We have Tribe, which sits directly in the middle between audience and offer. And what it allows us to do is transition people who are from this wide audience into a narrow place where they will make a purchase. So Tribe really helps us transition these people, but it's gonna be a balance. It's going to be, to make that transition easy for them, we're gonna have to provide a balance. Mm -hmm. So what do we mean by that? And what is a balance for your particular business? How do we work out what is that right balance for you? So Carl, the first question to answer really is, what do we mean when we say we need to find that balance? Sure, this is a big question we get from clients a lot because um, we often start with clients saying, hey, you need to start giving stuff away, you need to start educating, you need to start doing content marketing. Um, and the natural pushback to this, and I get this, is to say, well, but I'm giving away I'm giving away all the stuff that I would normally sell. I'm giving away all my value. I'm giving away all my secrets. Um, and this is a very obvious pushback. So what... Um, what we do in audiences, we do give away. We we give value, as much value as we can in order to bring people in. And in offer, we're also giving value, but we are charging. So the balance here is what are we doing in the middle? How are we transitioning people from this free value to paid value? And that's really the work that we do in Tribe. Um, so what is that exact balance? So um, the balance of how much you give away and how much you keep back is going to depend entirely on your business. Um, and what you do specifically in the tribe is going to depend also on what you're doing in the audience section and what you're doing in the offer section. Um, what are you already giving away for free and what are you holding back to sell to people? If you know these two points, then your tribe and what you're doing in the tribe is going to be uh, somewhere in the midpoint. But you need to know these two outlying points first so that we can set that midpoint. Mm, okay, that's fantastic. So think of these as two fixed anchors, yeah. and they are they're answering two core questions. At the audience stage, at this anchor, this fixed point, what content are you providing? Okay, that's the first anchor. Then the second anchor is what value are you selling as part of a product and service? And that's in the offer stage. So we very much need to, you know, you could you could put two fixed poles in the ground and then a tight rope across there and you need your customers to walk on that tightrope. Now, what keeps them stable is this balance of valuable content and maybe not offering them a sale too hard, too early. That's not, that's one way to think about it. But one of the challenges is what if, you know, this these two fixed points are not in place, they may be a moving target, they may be shifting and they sometimes they may be heavily outweighted, i.e. the offer may be a really high fixed pole on the ground, which, you know, you're really firm on your offer, you know your product and service, you've got a large product and service range, but in the audience stage, you've got really little value or content to uh, push out to the audience, give to the audience, or you may not have produced enough. So that's an example of where maybe it's a move, it's shifting, maybe it's out of balance, out of skew, um, so that's one of the challenges. And that so, tends to be where a lot of traditional businesses are because they've okay. already been operating, they're already generating revenue. They have a lot of offer, um, but now that they are starting to move online, they are thinking, okay, we need to start building up that audience. Um, so we see this quite a lot. And that's, so then, that skew is very common. So the question then is, how do we fix this? 
so I'm, I'm, I was a, I said that as an open statement, but I was going to ask Kyle. So Kyle, if somebody's listening to this and say, okay, I may be in that position or I may be in another position, which is the opposite. I've got loads of content out there, but I'm not even sure what my offer is or, or what's the right offer to present to somebody. So somebody could be in both scenarios. Typically people have lots of product and services and no audience content. That's mm-hmm. the most common, but it can happen the other way as well, where you've been putting out a lot of content, stuff you believe in, ideas you believe in, maybe during the business audience week, you've done a lot of work, but you did it, but you wasn't still quite sure what your product or service was going to be. And that's okay, because you've set the groundwork. But these are two skews. So the question is, how do we fix it? Um, so yeah, we definitely, we'd have to look at, in, okay, the first example, our offer is set, but we haven't worked out what the audience is. For that particular uh, situation, we would need to build up our audience first. The tribe's going to sit in the middle. Um, for right now, though, for today, we just need to know roughly what the uh, what our offer and what our audience are going to be so that we can work out the tribe. But in general, for that particular question, we would go back and we would build up the tribe. Whereas in the other direction, which is, okay, you have a blog or you have social media, but you haven't started to monetize it yet, then we would be looking at uh, beefing up offer. Tribe is going to be vital in both these situations because it's the midpoint between offer and audience. So we need to lock that down so that we can transition people from audience to offer. Um, And that's what we'll focus on today. So whether you have um, a really good audience structure in place, you've got lots of people paying attention to you, but nobody's buying anything yet, or you have lots of good products and services, but you haven't managed to get people interested. You haven't managed to get people um, into your funnel in a large enough volume, tribe is going to be vital whichever situation you're in because it's part of that transition. It's part of that moving people um, through the system, through the framework. Absolutely. So the way we're going to do that is very simply if you're taking notes and this next headline for you or this next section header would be scaling the tribe. In both scenarios, what we want to do is scale the tribe and how do we do that is what we're going to discuss now because without the tribe there's no transition point um another way to think of it is if you've got these two fixed points and the tribe is the wire the the tightrope going across and by not scaling it this tightrope is slack there's no way for them to cross it um it's either way too long it just is not a balancing act they don't have an ability to cross it so we need to scale the tribe so let's just uh, pause for a second and understand what work have we done before we can scale the tribe. Now, the work we've done prior is maybe we're producing a couple of videos a week on YouTube or Facebook, ideally videos and ideally live streamed. So if you go back to audience week, that will all make sense. And you're getting good enough engagement. You're getting people watch it. People like the content. There's a variation of content around your niche area. And you've been helping people essentially solve the problems that they have. Another way to put this is on a surface level. Um, You know, they've got different questions, lots of different problems. You can't talk to them directly. But what you can do is talk to groups problems. So this is the overarching. So imagine it's the overarching problem statement within that overarching problem statement there's small questions that people have unanswered they've got burning questions so we start to answer them we do that via video form and people are getting closer and they understand the direction they need to face in order to get closer to their results everything that i've just described there is your audience work it's nice and simple you can start you can get going on that immediately and you can help them the audience people get pointing in the right direction, because right now they may have not been aware of you, your expertise, your solutions, and this helps them get pointed in the right direction. So that's the work one we're going to be assuming that you've done to date in preparation for the tribe week. If you listen to this, then you may want to go back and listen to the audience week. Or if you've done a lot of work within your business, and that was the final thing you needed to say, okay, I know this is what I should have been doing, I better get started. Because if I don't, I'm going to have nobody to put into the tribe section, transition people in the tribe. My audience is going to be empty. So that's what you're doing at this stage. So that's just laying laying the foundations, Carl. What happens next then? Sure. So in this, this is, we're thinking of this as like an early business, a business that's just started um, 
going online. So yes, you have some audience work um, going, you have a few videos going out a week, hopefully live videos as we've just said. You also have a very simple offer. Um, you have maybe, let's say an ebook, which you're charging £10 for, and then maybe you have a service like a consultation or training, which you're charging £100, £150 an hour for. So very basic audience work, very basic offer. In this particular case, the tribe in the middle just needs to be something extremely basic. Um, nice and simple and small scale. We do not need a, a full tribe in infrastructure. We don't need a huge mechanism here because we are just taking a handful of people from audience and moving them over to offer. So the tribe can be a very small scale one at this point. So probably tens or a couple of hundred people in that tribe, maybe in terms of content you are putting out one live session per week, one Q&A session where people send you uh, questions and you answer them. So that would be like an hour of your time spent in the tribe, moving people from audience to offer in this very small example. I think it's useful though to look at a larger example um, to show you what you could do with the tribe and how you would scale up the tribe as your business grows, as your audience grows, as your offer grows. You need the tribe sitting in the middle um, in order to keep transitioning people and that tribe needs to scale up and the activities need to scale up depending on the size of your business. Great. So that was the first example, assuming you're doing really simple audience work, a couple of videos, there's a handful of people watching your videos. And if we was to put some numbers against this, you know, your tribe's going to be in the tens, the hundreds, the, you know, four, five, six hundred people maximum, really. And in order to serve the tribe, how you serve the tribe, we'll talk about later. But that's the kind of, you know, if you're thinking about numbers in your head, because often, you know, if you're watching this and listening to this, you're going to say, okay, but how large does that mean? Well, if it's a simple sale, the tribe doesn't have to be as large because the price is lower, the speciality or the niche is lower. So that's really simple. So I love that first example. Now, the second example is, let's say that your audience work has been more consistent. It's been higher volume, better quality, uh, more engagement. And what you now have is rather than tens of tens to hundreds of people watching your videos, you're getting a few hundred thousand. It could be thousands, but it's now hitting on the hundreds of thousands of people watching your videos. What are these videos? Remember, they're educational, entertaining, live videos, either streamed on Facebook or YouTube. Live is our preference, or you could go via the broadcast method, which we've also discussed. Now, that would mean that your tribe is in the tens of thousands now. How does that, how does that, how were you just working that out ballpark? Well, if hundreds of thousands are watching your video, and remember we're transitioning people from audience to tribe, not all 100,000 are gonna move over into your group. That's the reality of things. So we just say, let's just take an arbitrary percentage. This is gonna depend on your industry, but we will just take a small percentage of that. And in this case, we're assuming it could be 5,000, it could be tens of thousands, but it's gonna be smaller than your audience number. So that's just something you should expect. Not everybody's gonna come on board. So small percentage comes across, they could be in the 5,000, 6,000 or tens of thousands. Now, what does that allow you to do in regards to your offer stage? So if you remember Carl described, you may have a low cost ebook, five to 10 pound, and then you may go straight to your consultancy service, you know, 100, 150 pound an hour. That's something you could do. But Kyle, imagine that the tribe, or for the, for the listeners listening at home, imagine your tribe is, what we've described in the second example, what does that allow us to do when it comes to the offer stage as well? Sure, because we have the volume now, we can really expand the offer. Um, we're going to talk about this in a lot more detail when we do cover offer for a whole week. Um, but just for an example here, you could, yes, have your £10 ebook. You could also have a, let's say, £50 getting started pack, a £200 video course, and now your consultation, which you're still providing, but at a much higher price because you have stacked up the value ladder. So instead of charging £100 an hour, you're not charging uh, £500 an hour. So in this case, because you have the volume, because you can push more people through this value ladder, you have more steps and you have more uh, segmentation of value and different offers for different levels um, of your tribe. So yes, a book, a resource pack, a video course, um, and then private consultation at, let's say, £500 per hour. Um, mm -hmm. You have all of this machinery set up. You've got 
couple of hundred thousand people watching your uh watching your videos you have tens of thousands potentially of people in your tribe and you have um you have a solid value ladder in place with multiple points of value so at this point it behooves you it makes sense for you to put a lot more work into your tribe because you are able to transition far more people from audience over to offer because you have all of this machinery in place so in the first example we just talked about you would only be doing let's say one video per week in the tribe because there's not really that much point for you as a business to spend a lot of time and effort in the tribe however in the second example where you have hundreds of thousands of people and you have tens of thousands of people in the tribe um, and you have the offer machinery in place it makes a lot more sense to do a lot more work here in the tribe so for example you could do a uh, a specific tribe video every couple of days you could do two exclusive tribe uh, live calls per week you could do an email newsletter that's something we talked about as well um, plus much more you can do a lot of kind of stuff in this tribe in order to move people over because again remember the tribe is a mechanism for moving people from audience to offer mm, fantastic so that's there's two really good comparative examples there one is a smaller scale which is totally fine as well and one is a larger scale which it's up to you if you want to get to that stage you can it's very possible but there's two examples there and the reason we explain both of these examples is it does allow us to explain to you the kind of work that is required within the tribe stage now carl mentioned you know there's exclusive live calls you can have an email newsletter you can have recommendations the best links or the best things you've read all sorts of cool stuff and even more now we will explain very shortly what are other ways you can do this in order to ensure that you're putting the right work in the right place the right place in this example is within the tribe so not to confuse where's the best place to put certain energies and work but an important question before we go and discuss that which is you know how do we engage a tribe how do we connect with them how do we provide them even more exclusive value the, the question we need to ask is why even bother scaling up in the first place? So why why do all this? Why again not just you know move people from audience straight over to offer? Well, we have to link back to what I explained in the beginning, which is there's a hundred thousand people in the audience. Now the best way to transition them to an actual offer is to have a tribe mechanism in place. Now, we've explained that a few times today's show, but what does that mean? Well, actually, what that means is in audience, you're providing value. In offer, you're going to provide value, which is in a different form, which is actually when they purchase something to get the result, to get the fix. Now, audience has value, but what we can do when we move people to the tribe is provide even greater value, more specific value, more hyper-focused value, and getting them closer to the result. So think of the tribe as in talking to people, more, a more specific segment of the audience. We're providing them the same value. We're building the know, like, and trust factor with people, but there's more focus on this engaged subset. There's another way, nice, thing, nice phrase to write down. There's an engaged subset of the audience who want to hear what you have to say, and that's important. So think of the tribe as, look, you've got this audience, a group of audience people, and they're moving very slowly through your content, your value. They know you exist, but when they move to the tribe, they're accelerating now. There's a smaller group of them. The content is more focused. It provides greater value. And now they're accelerating. And through the acceleration, it makes producing and presenting them with an offer even easier. So that's the focus. I mean, you and your business are just going to be showing up a lot more in their life. Your face is going to yes. be appearing to them a lot more, and that's going to accelerate the know, like, and trust um, and help move you closer and closer to the offer. And there's no point doing this at the audience stage because it's too wide and these people are not yet ready to be moved towards the offer. But by opting into your tribe, this subset are saying, hey, yeah, I, I actually dig what you're doing and I want to see your face popping up every single day and you know, educating me or giving me value. Mm, absolutely. So the acceleration happens quite organically as well, which is mm. really pleasant because 
if we remember what we spoke about in the early part of the week, which is a really good point from Carl, because that's how it shows up practically. That's what you will physically see as a business owner is remember people opt in to be in the tribe. People, what, that, what I mean by that is they raise their hand and say, I want to hear more from you, more value, more, more things that are specifically spoken about, which will be closer to the actual problem that I have and more clo- closer to being more personalized, whereas the audience is very, very wide. Mm-hmm. So we're getting narrower and narrower and narrower, and we're keeping that fine balance with providing value and also getting them closer to presenting them with an offer. So the big question now is, how do we engage with the tribe? They've come into the group, in this case as a Facebook group, but it could be anything, into our community. How do we engage with them? So we explain this based on one leadership style so it's worth just mentioning this but the leadership style we spoke about about midweek as part of the tribe section for memory i think it was tuesday Mm -hmm. so how you engage with the tribe will one very much depend on your leadership style this may be counterintuitive to what you've heard out there when it comes to content marketing uh adding value to your audience where people say it doesn't matter what your leadership style is or actually they don't even discuss it to be honest it just doesn't matter what's what your audience is, what your product is, what your service is, who you are as a person, you should just engage with your audience, engage with them, engage with them, engage with them. And that's how you're going to have lots of growth. Now there's part truth in that, but it also takes you away from who you are and what kind of value you produce best and what keeps you in your, in your comfort, your flow and your zone when actually building your particular business. So there's no point asking you to engage with people hand to hand discussions on a daily basis when that takes you away from building your business. Whereas a lot of people do recommend you do that regardless of who you are as a person. So go check that out. You may find that quite refreshing when it comes to understanding your leadership style to then determine what, how, how you engage with your tribe. So that's the first point, Carl. What's the other factor? So how you engage is going to depend a lot, obviously on the leadership style, but also on what your tribe actually needs from you. Uh, what problem have they come to you because of? What are you an expert in? Uh, what are the needs of the tribe, the needs of the people in the tribe and the people? Uh, and how, how are you going to provide that to them? What what we can do, though, because this is all going to depend entirely, it's going to be subjective. It's going to depend on you and it's going to depend on the people in your tribe. So it's very hard for us to give you specific examples of how you can engage with them because it's going to depend like we can't tell you how to engage with people um what we can do though is we can give you some potential ideas um some potential mechanisms um and hopefully inspire some um uh, inspire engagement between you and your tribe i think that's the only way that we can cover this section really is giving you like a pick and mix or giving you a menu and then you pick and choose um what sounds attractive to you based on your leadership style and what you think is going to be useful for your tribe. Exactly. So, so as, say, for example, we were a restaurant, a Chinese restaurant. We're not going to phone you up at home and say, you are going to have this, this, this today, and we're going to deliver it in about 30 minutes. Like, that's not what we're doing here. So what we'll do is instead of phoning you up and saying, this is what you're going to do, we'll give you a menu and a choice. And then you can select what you think is appropriate within those two categories that Carl just described. Now, as an additional recommendation, if this is all very abstract to you or you're not able to place what this looks like in real terms, uh, one of our suggestions is go and join a bunch of other tribes. And that can be via Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups. um, It can be private Slack groups, whatever your realm is. But Facebook groups, definitely. If there's one place to go explore and go discover different ways tribes are run and what are the methodologies that they use to engage with their tribe, what's their balance between value and sale, then go check out um, a few of those. What to do when you're as part of these? Don't just become a complete consumer of their particular group. Start to take notes, start to learn, start to borrow the best practices that you start to see in the group that align with those two criteria, those two variables, your leadership style and what you think your your tribe needs himself have you found another facebook group where the tribe may be very similar to yours what do they respond best to then when you see these things 
I suggest you note them down, save those as a list, and then add them or add what we're about to share with you to that particular list. So you have a great go-to guide on different ways to actually engage with your tribe. Now, this is 10 times better than just going to a blog article and saying, um, what are the best ways to engage with the tribe or the top 10 different ways to interact with my tribe or Facebook group? You're going to get humongous lists, but they're not going to factor in and you won't have learnt those via experience, depending on your leadership style and what your tribe needs in particular. So once you have your your actual list, one of our recommendations is to help other people within the Building Businesses Online community and to help me and Carl with new ideas on what's out there and maybe we can share with you some bonus ideas, is come and join the Slack group and just drop that list into the Slack group and say, hey, this is my list of ways I'm going to engage in the, with the tribe. Do you think it's cool? Do you think it will work? And sh- just share, you know, cross-share these ideas because it will benefit other people within the Building Businesses Online community and me and Carl because it will give us some new ideas for when we, when we actually work with you guys as part of our tribe. Mm. So the Slack group is accessible via the link in the description below and it's free go join that and that's where we can get connected so on that note let's start sharing with you almost a menu and we're not going to labor too long on each point we'll just talk about it short description and then we'll move on to the next point so a handful of menu items in which you can borrow use test in order to engage with your particular tribe. So Carl, over to you for the first one. Sure, so the first one you probably won't be that surprised about, but we think live, uh, live video <laughs> is fantastic. Yeah, surprise. Um, doing live video directly in your Facebook group, doing live video directly for your tribe is a very powerful way, probably the most powerful way to engage with them. So yeah, we're giving you a menu, but I'm saying this is the chef special. Um, so in particular, you can do live Q and A's. Um, so remember that people are in your tribe because they want a certain result. They had a certain problem and they came to you because you're an expert Um, that's what we did in audience and that's why they're in your tribe so live q a's are a really good way to play up with uh, work with this so all you do is you you field questions and then you hop on uh, facebook live and you answer those questions because you are the expert you can give them your expertise Um, how you get the questions you can either ask people in your tribe in the run-up so let's say you're doing a live on friday maybe on wednesday you say hey guys i'm doing a 30 minute live on friday and i'd like to know what you want help with around barefoot running for example people will send in their questions and then you just hop on uh, facebook live and answer these questions that's one way to do it nice and simple or if your tribe is large enough and it has enough live interaction, you can also take questions on the fly. So you can go live into your group. People will see that you're live. They'll get a little notification on their telephone. And you can say, hey, if anyone's got any questions, just drop them in the chat and you can immediately respond to their queries and help them um, very directly. This is a very strong form of engagement. All you need to do is press the live button. And because you are the expert, because you are Um, the person they are following, the person they have come to listen to, all you need to do is speak. Um, Your unfiltered expertise is extremely valuable. So this is a very easy way to create um, content and deliver value in your tribe. Absolutely. And what does that look like? It's basically what me and Carl are doing today. So if you're watching us live on YouTube or Twitch or Facebook, this is what we're doing. We're just doing live. This is the live mechanism. And then Q&A will be actually going ahead and answering your tribe's questions. So if you had a whole bunch of questions, then we would do that. But what does it look like? It's pretty much like this. Yep. Now, how can you take what me and Carla are doing here and put a spin on what we, what Carla just described in the live Q&A section and turn it into what we would call a live coaching or a live training session? Now, this is really cool. Now, what this would be, what this, how this would play out is let's say Carl was the coach or he's the leader of the tribe, I would join his video call and I would come with some pre-vetted... Exactly like this. So you'd have two two people on the call. Yeah, it could be two people on the call. It could be a group coaching session, depending on what it is. You know, it could be uh, two business partners. It could be a couple, whatever the particular niches that you're up to and what you're you're doing, that's how it would play out. So Carl's a coach, I'm the person who's part of the tribe and maybe I won a competition, maybe uh, Kyle coaches one person a month for free within the tribe and 
he sends me a questionnaire in advance. So I'm just talking to you about the process here. So we run this as part of one of our tribes, sends me a questionnaire. I will then complete the questionnaire, goes back to Kyle. He will say, yeah, this is a suitable call, but this is done live to the tribe. And as part of that consent that I gave him was, this will be live broadcasted only to the tribe. Why is it really cool? Because I benefit, the tribe benefits, and also Kyle gets to showcase his coaching ability, his training ability, plus his expert knowledge to help somebody else. So what's powerful is it's a group help. People can give their feedback. People can observe. There's a bit of a, almost like an Oprah Winfrey style television thing going on here as well, which is a kind of very popular uh, interview style television medium. So there's, it hits the, it ticks the entertainment box as well. And then off the back of it, if one of your service was consultation and training, it becomes so much easier to sell. So you could do a promotional coaching um, or training session right off the back of that call. If anybody else wants to have a session with me, there's 10% off for tribe members and there's 15% off if you book within the next 24 hours off the back of this video, because I want to say thank you for spending time and engaging and watching tribe content. That's coaching. That's a spin on live Q and A's turning that into a live coaching session. So that's the first two. Importantly here, you do not need to be, uh, so this is not only for coaching businesses. You are an expert, remember, in your tribe. Um, so whatever your particular niche is, there's probably some way you can train or consult or coach. There's going to be different words depending on what your business is. Um, so if you're hearing coaching and thinking, I'm, I'm not a coach, think about training or consultation. There's probably a way to get into uh, to, to, to use this form of value delivery within your particular niche. Yeah. And just a note, that's a really good note, Carl, because you could remove the word coaching and training and you could have what's known as a live Q and a where it's you and somebody else joins you in the video call. So rather than training and coaching, I would ask Kyle a question and I'll say, Carl, I'm barefoot running. This is one of the challenges I have, you know, I keep, you know, hurting my, my front of my knee just keeps hurting every time I run. And then Carl will start to ask me questions. That's no different to a training slash coaching session, but it's maybe give it a different title if you're if you're uncomfortable with the idea of training and coaching. So that's that's that one. What is the next one? Sure. So um, what we've just talked about these live videos are very much um, talking to an individual and providing them really quite unstructured help. It's listening to what their problems are and um, providing on the fly information that's gonna help them achieve a result. A different way we can do um, content delivery inside the tribe is doing a mini course. So a mini course is gonna be far more structured. We are gonna have to sit down before we uh, before we shoot these videos and actually decide what it is we're gonna say. So this is much closer to um, what we're doing, what you're watching right now. Harms and I have some notes uh, and we go through these notes in order to deliver a mini course every single week. Remember the social learning units that we set up in our Facebook group? This is a perfect use of the social learning units. All we have to do is we produce a mini course with a couple of units. Um, we can do it live straight to camera like this and then we store everything in those social learning units so that people can watch them later. Um, so if they miss a live recording, no problem. Those are going to be sitting in the social learning units uh, for anyone joining the tribe in the future. Um, so obviously at the BBO show, we shoot daily videos. Uh, so we're doing five, uh, five per week, Monday to Friday. So it's a five section course. You do not need to do this much content creation. Um, so when we say mini course, it can be really mini. It could be five, one, uh, so it could be a five minute video per day or a couple of five minute videos over you know a month that show for example in barefoot running leg stretches so this would be you doing a, a live video maybe you know once a week uh, once a day however often you need to do it showing people leg stretching you just do it as a mini course directly into the group and then you save it in the social learning unit so it can be very 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 basic you do not need to do an hour every day like we do yeah that is not recommended guys so uh, with the mini course it's, it's, if you remember what we spoke about in previous weeks and shows, it's a big value add. When somebody joins your tribe, if this mini course is already in place, suddenly they're like, whoa, I've got this free mini course, which is such a great gift to me 
having joined the tribe so it's a big win as well yeah. so that's you, mini courses you keep doing them so we talked about putting one to start people off like you're getting started but this is something that you can continue to do once you have a tribe up and running you can continue to drop in and deliver these very small um, chunks of expertise mm, absolutely so what can we do within the tribe as another menu item which can help us in two different ways and one of the mechanisms we can use to achieve helping us with either one engaging with the tribe and two helping us gain information for us to do something for us to act on that information is gather information for the tribe themselves and we can do this using a really cool tool that facebook has built in which is known as facebook polls now this is built in it's very much as a voting system based on particular information so it could be as simple as one engagement which gets people uh, actually doing something with the tribe which is a voting say oh, okay that's that's really fun i vote for that that's my preference but what can we do with this information we could tailor the poll in order to extract information from the tribe in order for us to act so i explained that already but what does the act mean so let's look at the mini course as an example you could say to the tribe i'm thinking about doing one of four mini courses either on this topic this topic this topic this topic and as a tribe i want to produce this exclusively for you please can you vote on which one you would like to see now all of a sudden you may say top rank on this nobody spoke nobody wanted number two a few people wanted number three and actually number four gave number one some competition now what you what you have is two popular topics in which the tribe actually want to hear from so that is polls use it to engage with people within your tribe but also extract really useful information to better serve the tribe and that's the important note this is all about how do you add extra value more bespoke value to the tribe the best way to do that is ask them what they want so the poll really helps you do that so that's polls Carl. cool the next potential way you can engage with the tribe is by linking and sharing resources with the people in your tribe this is a nice simple one so we'll use it to finish off uh, remember that these people are super interested in what it is that you do um, in your particular expertise that's why they have joined your tribe remember um, they're also very likely to be interested in what you are interested in so this makes it very easy for you to um, create new content based on what you find interesting and then just share it with them um, so if you find a cool resource like a TED talk or maybe a newspaper article uh, that excites you and it's and it's relevant to the niche then just go ahead and post it in the tribe extremely basic here um, chances are that they're going to be into it as well so you just say hey if watches TED talk these are my thoughts about it I thought it was really cool here you go and post it into the tribe extremely simple this is probably the most basic form of tribe interaction but it's one that people forget um, this Absolutely. is this is far less planned the other ones require you to you know um, to hop on Facebook live to maybe announce you're going on Facebook live to collect questions to run polls etc they require more uh, structured work up front whereas just sharing links and sharing resources is is going to be entirely ad hoc it's unplanned Absolutely. I'm drawing a diagram in the section uh, in the background to explain this next section um, a little better because one of the questions you're going to have or maybe playing on your mind right now is, okay, Carl Harms, you spoke about balance, but everything we've spoken about so far, mm -hmm. especially in this menu item, is very much focused about providing lots of value. And actually, it's still free value. And if you were to say, is that correct? The answer is yes. But we're not going to turn around and say all of the work that we're doing here is actually supposed to be focused on and better serving your business in getting people to the offer stage in the most efficient way possible. We are a business after all. So the diagram I'm writing hopefully helps define what this balance is. And then we're going to put some numbers behind this to help it make more sense because we provide a lot of value now, but let's talk about actually the offer, the offering to the tribe and presenting the tribe with our particular product or service. When do we do this? How should we do this? Do we do, we do this at all within the tribe? If we do do it, how often do we do it? All of these questions will be floating around your head, but the fundamental question is, do we offer our tribe, our product and service? 
And the answer is yes, we are a business, we have to make money, we can't continue to produce free value, because at what point does this become a non-sustainable business? So Carl, on that note, I'm going to start sketching a diagram on that balancing act. But what's something else, or is there any context they need to understand when we talk about offering to your tribe? I think if you're asking this question, like, uh, when are we going to do the offer, then you've been listening. Remember, we kept saying that tribe is all about moving forward to the offer. So absolutely, it's a very valid question. However, we do need to keep the majority of the content in the tribe uh, value focused rather than sales focused. If people join your tribe, remember they're joining your Facebook group in our particular example, if they join this Facebook group and you just bombard them with promotions, um, then there's not going to be any engagement and they are going to leave. The whole purpose of bringing them to the tribe has been undercut and you're going to lose them. They are not going to progress onto the offer stage. But then again, if you don't send any promotional uh, messages, how are you going to make any sales? So again, it's a balancing act. Um, we are going to be talking in more depth about how to transition people from the tribe to the offer in a later week when we do a deep dive on offer in particular. So this week has been on tribe and we will do an offer based week as well. Um, but we didn't want to leave you with no idea how to transition people. So we wanted to give you a couple of pointers now um, and then we'll cover this in a lot more detail. Absolutely. So to give you a visual uh, before Kyle explains how this works is here's a little diagram. And what we've spoken about is these two core, you know, these, these stakes in the ground, which is audience, audience building, moving people from our audience over to actually purchasing. Now, the tightrope in between, and this is an example, an analogy to get you to understand that there's a balancing act here, is, is one built on the foundation of value. The value stops them from falling off or out of the group, out of the tribe, or losing interest in what you have to say. And the value comes on the base level. Now, every so often, that doesn't mean we can't and we should present them with a sale or an offer to get them actually closer to the office stage to accelerate them along. But this tightrope is a fine balance between presenting them more value, more engagement, all the cool stuff we presented in the menu item. It, it's and, almost like we're nudging them along. We're using mm -hmm. promotional messages. It's like we're standing at the end of a pole and we're nudging them along this tightrope. But if you nudge them too hard, they're going to fall off. But we do want them moving towards offer because we are a business. Yes. So this center thing, this center tightrope is tribe. So audience, tribe, offer. Now, if we remove this completely, and this didn't exist, they got no way to get to the offer. Then what we'd have to do is put them on in a really expensive airplane. And I'm just going really wacky with this example now. This really expensive airplane, which is called direct advertising. And the airplane, we have to fly them over first class to here at a very expensive cost to your business as well. So it gets them there. It's just very expensive. It gets them there, but it's very expensive. So what is the balance? What is the ratio here that we suggest in order to keep people nudging along over to the tribe section? So Carl, what's your thoughts on that? So as just mentioned, we will cover the transition from tribe to offer in a lot more detail in another week. But to give you some basic ideas, we think, okay, first, you should have around four to one value to sales. So what does that mean? So let's say you're posting five times into your group. These can be videos, these can be links, these can be whatever we've just talked about, different ways you can engage. Let's say you are posting five times, four of them should be value-based. Um, and one of them can be a direct sale. So this allows you to keep um, the balance much more weighted towards value than towards sale. And th this is a rule of thumb though. Um, and if you want to provide even more, um, if you want to provide even more value, go for it, absolutely. But as a minimum, four to one is probably a good place to start. Yeah, that's great. That's, that is a minimum rule of thumb. If it was seven to one, if it's 10 to one, that's all good. It depends on your tribe. It depends on your leadership style, like we've spoken about, and depends on how much value you have to give within the tribe section. Just don't do one to one. Don't do two to one. It's you yeah. to make sure you're delivering value here. Exactly. Uh, and we've seen companies do this, businesses do this, and it causes a lot of damage in the long term and it loses that trust when it comes to the customer and the business. Because remember, at some point they opted in. So we need to take care of them until 
And what I mean by take care of them is don't push them. Don't we don't want to be the people that pushes them off this tightrope and they fall in fall out of interest away from our particular business. That's not the intention here. We need to keep nudging them along. Everybody will move at their own pace. So anyway, without getting sidetracked, how can we help you with this ratio? And how can we help you when it's time to sell? What are two really simple considerations or tips that we can give you? Number one is try to tie the sale into the piece of value. Now, what do we mean by this? Well, the best way to describe this is to look at the contrast. Now, a lot of people, when they see this number one, what that will mean for them is a direct advert, a direct push, a direct sales message. Another way to describe that is a pure sales message, which is, this is my product, this is my service, you should buy it for this much. Maybe you get a discount or whatever, whatever that is, but it's just a direct sales message. But what we can do in comparison is like I said, we can tie the sale into the value piece. What I really liked about today was uh, Carl's note about that live coaching. So we already sort of hinted to it, but at the end of the coaching session, which is the value piece, that's a large part of the value, what we can do is we can present either midway or at the end and say, if you were interested in this session, if you really enjoyed this and you can see that you benefited, you can benefit from a session like this, then we have a promotional offer or it costs this much to get a private session like this or with me and and so on and so forth. So that is providing the value and providing the sale as part of that value. The alternative to that is what we just described where we just say live coaching, it costs this much money or private coaching, it costs £200 an hour, whatever that is. That's a direct address. So hopefully that makes sense um, because we want to merge the two so it still provides value. And then it also becomes a no-brainer for people watching because they've physically seen the value and it says, actually, yeah, I want a session like that and I would want to grab this exclusive tribe offer, which is only available for me. That sounds great. So that's one important mechanism when you are thinking about offering a sale to your tribe. Yep. So that's one is tying the sales to another piece of value. That's very powerful. Another thing that you can do or you should do when you are posting offers is try to post new offers. Um, I've seen there like a lot of groups where they, they have one sale or one offer and they'll just continuously like once a day or once a week post about this same offer. And remember these, you, you've got a group of a thousand people or 10,000 people. They're going to see this same thing posted every single week by you or every single day. That's quite tiresome. So instead, try to always post about new offers or new promotions or new services, whatever it is, keep it novel. Um, it's a lot easier to get away with this. Uh, because remember, people don't particularly like being promoted to, but if it is something that's actually new, something that's uh, a novel, um, you can actually go to the tribe and say, hey, great news, I've just published a new book, you can buy it here. That's very different to, hey, you should buy my book, um, which you published two years ago and you've been reminding people every single day. If they did not buy the book in the last two years, they're not going to buy your book. Um, so try to keep your sales messages fresh. This means, obviously having new offers all the time, uh, which is something that a business should have as well. Mm, absolutely. So that's two good practices to bear in mind when you are making a sale and offer to your tribe. Uh, remember, we don't want to we don't want to push them off that tightrope. The reality is some people will fall off and that's okay. That's that's a part parcel of it. But that is why we continue to have the audience section and we continue to move people into the tribe a component of the battle marketing system. So that's important. So again, we are going to talk about the offer in particular in another week, just like we deep dive the tribe. We're going to talk about the offer in another week. Now we we're not going to do that yet because this is the first time we're presenting the tribe to you in terms of detail, knowledge, how to execute it, why it's important. So go and put this in place. And then in future weeks, we will show you what to do when it comes to the offer stage in detail. So leave that with us. We will put together some useful notes there for you when the time is right. So in the meantime, if two things, go ahead and build your tribe, continue to build your audience. But also if you have an audience and a tribe already set up, which a lot of business owners do because they understood this concept, but you're unsure about how to move people to the offer stage, 
then come and jump into the Slack group. It's free. The link is in the description below. And maybe just nudge me and Kyle a few questions. And we can maybe give you some pre-pointers before we actually go and publish that particular week on the BBO show. So that's the offer stage. Well, okay, we've covered a lot today and this week. Got to work out. Okay, Kyle, if you summarize today, I will somehow try to summarize the week, but I'm going to keep it short. Very short, yeah. So um, today we have mainly looked at what we actually do when people arrive in our tribe. The big question is, well, how much time do I need to actually spend you know, cultivating this tribe? Do I need to be in there all the time posting content and doing videos? The answer is, it depends. It depends on how many people are in your audience and how many people you want to get through to the offer stage. Obviously, you scale up your um, your efforts in the tribe as your audience gets larger because we need to increase and accelerate the amount of people that we are filtering through to the offer section. Um, so what we've done today is based on this, we have given you a, a selection, a menu of different things that you can do in your tribe. All of these will help you move people along that tightrope from offer to um, to, sorry, from audience to the offer stage. Not all of them are going to be relevant for your niche. Not all of them are going to be relevant for you and your leadership style. So hopefully you've, um, by listening or watching us today, you've seen a couple of different methods and you've thought, mm, yeah, that's something that I can test out. That's something that I'd like to do in my tribe. We then wrapped up and finished off talking a little bit about how we transition people into that final sale um, with the main message here being continue to wrap it in value um, do not rush this process. People will get to offer, um, but if we push them too hard, they're going to fall off and they're going to lose. Um, they're going to leave our tribe and we will not make a sale. Absolutely. So in, in advance of today, we spoke about a whole bunch of stuff, but essentially what we're doing is we're deep diving into a tribe, which sits about in the middle of the baton marketing system. And really core to this is it sits in between audience and offer and transitioning through that stage. But this week, we really much opened the, the door to what is a tribe. We anchored around the fact that there's a, a tribe forms around a leader, an idea, and a connection to one another. That's what we really discussed. And how that played out was the leader was you. And we def defined different leadership styles in which you can turn up the way you can show up to your tribe and set the expectation. Then second was the idea. Remember, the idea is essentially the problem that you're solving for them. This is the whole problem statement we started to build from the business week. That's it. Really, really simple in that sense. And then finally, connection. Where will your tribe hang out? How will they hang out? How will the mechanism be put in place for them to interact with each other. So we described variations of this and we suggested a good starting point for 95% of people will be a Facebook group. The alternative to that would be a LinkedIn group, but do check with us if you're unsure what that is. And then today we very much spoke about how to move people into the offer and how do we best engage with them when they are in the tribe? How do we take care of them? How do we nurture them? How do we look after them? And how do we continue to provide them fantastic value? So that's me recapping some of the core highlights, you know, that even I've taken away and said, okay, these are some really good things. If a business owner took these away, they would be head and shoulders above any business who really doesn't understand tribe. And they are just spending their time direct advertising to their audience hoping that they're going to turn to paying customers and are okay for now with that expensive cost in which uh, to do that. You know, think about putting your person on a uh, first class plane ticket, flying them over, you know, yes, they're going to get to the end destination, which is the offer product and service, but it's going to cost you a lot of money to get them there. The alternative to that is what we've described this week, lowering costs, increasing trust and increasing the opt-in. You know, it's a lot nicer, this is a really simple word, it's a lot nicer when people or your customers say, I'm interested, show me more. When you show them more, a percentage of those people buy without having to hard sell them. So there's lots of advantages to implementing what me and Kyle have shared with you this week. So hopefully go ahead and do that. Any questions you have, remember we have a Slack group. That's the number one element. Don't miss any additional tools, techniques, principles that we share as part of the battle marketing system, plus everything that falls inside and outside of that. 
within the BBO show. The way to never miss it is two things to do. Subscribe and click the notification bell. And the third, the, the second thing to do is check out the show notes at bbo.show. You just type in bbo.show, bbo.show into your web browser, your mobile phone, whatever. And you get the episodes, you get the shows, you get some really fantastic guides. You also get the transcriptions plus the show notes and any useful links. And that's it. That's it from this week. We shall see you next week when we discuss a whole new topic, a whole new technique, a whole new tool or tactic, which complements the baton marketing system. So that's it from me and Carl. We shall see you next week.